Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Down the Tape. This is your host, Zach, and I am pleased to have you with us this week. This week, we will be talking about the schedule, obviously, uh, highlighting the Jets and the Cowboys, and how COVID-19 may affect the season. Friendly reminder, please go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, like, share, follow, Breaking down the tape on Twitter, you can at me at a football smurf spelled S-M-U-R-P-H. All right, guys, let's get into it. So if you can't tell by now, we're going to start off with the Jets. Week one, opening against the Buffalo Bills. Not really a fan of opening against division opponents. Uh, It always seems to set the tone for the season. I believe that the Jets did this last year and had a good start to the game until C.J. Mosley got hurt, and then it was all downhill from there. So that's going to be an interesting and tough game, tough out the gates. It's kind of a 50-50 for me whether they'll win or lose. Then we take on San Francisco. I know this game is at home specifically because I want to go to this game, Um, but they were just in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. I think it's going to be early in the season, and barring any injuries on San Fran's size, I think they're just going to clean the floor with the Jets, so that's definitely going to be a loss. Then we have the Indianapolis Colts, which will be showing off their new veteran quarterback with Phillip Rivers in a system that was tailor-made for Jacoby Brissett, but is a system that can thrive with good quarterbacks. So again, another game that I think is 50-50, but the Jets might be able to take that with a good defense. Then we play the Broncos, part of the AFC West, high-flying. I mean, they're just, they've got a great offense, good receivers, good running back, uh, Drew Locke. Is, is a pretty decent quarterback. He's young, so there's not much to know on him, but uh, but so far he's proven himself well. Then we go and play the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Another halfway decent team, Cliff Kingsbury down there. Um, still kind of getting a grasp on his team. Uh, I think the Jets should be able to win that one. Then we play the San Diego, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Not the San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, do they even have a quarterback? I think we can win that one. Sorry, Justin, but I think we can win that one. Then we get into a stretch that I really, 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 really hate and decides the entire season. Um, we play the Bills, which again, another 50-50 game later on in the season, though. Um, then we play the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. Think we're going to get the floor cleaned with us. Uh, then we play the Patriots, 50-50 game. Dolphins, 50-50 game. Uh, Then we have a bye week. Then Dolphins again, 50-50 game. So from the Bills to the Dolphins, right there is three AFC East matchups, plus you're playing the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. I just don't understand why God hates Jets fans. (laughs) Whatever football God is up there, whoever Roger Goodell conspires with to make these schedules, I don't understand why he just has an inherent hatred for the Jets because I feel every year the Jets are on the receiving end of some bullshit like this either with ridiculously early um, bye weeks or just scheduling like this just one, two, three, four, five weeks of just hell just unbelievable hell and that five week block determines the entire schedule I mean again there's fucking four 
games, four AFC East games right there that that def- define your season. Uh, but anyway, I'll stop bitching about that. Uh, then we play the Oakland Raiders. Honestly, I think we should be able to take them. Uh, then the Seattle Seahawks. Then the Los Angeles Rams with their horrendous new logo and uniforms. They deserve to lose every game simply for that. Um, then the Browns and then the Patriots. So I've been quoted actually uh, earlier uh, in my podcast as saying that this was going to be the 17 game season. I apologize. 17 game season starts next season. The rule changes that implement this season affect the playoffs. So I do apologize about that. Still a 17 week, but 16 game season, Uh, 17 games takes place next season. Um, So overall, I think the Jets are going to go eight and eight unless they really shock and surprise. I think this is going to be an eight and eight season Um, with with the eight losses being 10 points or less, I think they can hang with a lot of these teams. The only blowouts I really think that are going to happen are San Fran, Kansas City, and maybe Seattle. But other than that, I really think that the Jets have um, have a chance at, at making those close games, but I just don't think that they will. I think this is going to be an 8-8 eight eight season with a 11 or 12 pick in the draft next year and just a real quick edit I would like to say uh, going back to the strength of season for the Jets this is the second hardest schedule uh, this entire upcoming season behind only the Patriots and that's based off of last year's winning percentages of opponents so second hardest schedule just to kind of validate my complaints about how shitty we got it so if the jets are the redheaded stepchild of the nfl then the cowboys are roger goodell's golden child if the jets have the second hardest strength of schedule the cowboys have the third easiest strength of schedule again based off of the winning percentages of opponents last year so just wanted to point that out anywho Sunday the 13th, September 13th, the Cowboys open against the LA Rams with just horrendous logo and uniform. I know that I keep going back to that, but I just can't help it. Just can't. Um, So, by the way, all of my winning predictions are based off of if Dak plays. If not, we've got a little bit of a difference there. But um, So, opening against LA... I think they can win that game. I think they'll start off 1-0. It shouldn't be too hard. Uh, Then they're playing the Falcons. Um, The Falcons are always good enough to just be there, but never really do anything. Sorry, Luke. Uh, But I think they'll win that. Then they play the uh, Seahawks. I think they'll lose to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson just can't be tamed. I know the Cowboys worked on their defense a little bit, uh, but I don't know if it'll be enough. Then they should wipe the floor with the Browns. Then they go on to play division rival New York Giants. Um, They're easily going to win that. At least they should. Sorry, all my Giants fans. It's just it is what it is. Uh, Then they play the Arizona Cardinals this year. The Cowboys and the Jets both play the same NFC West teams. Um, So they'll go on to play the Cardinals. I think they can win that. 
then they play division rival skins uh, Redskins I think they should win that the skins have always just kind of had a hard time figuring out what a football team is um, then they play division rivals Philadelphia Eagles um, I say this later on too when they play them again I think this they'll split this they generally do one and one uh, I don't think they'll sweep the Eagles simply because the Eagles just play them tough so whether they win this one in Philly or they win uh, later on in the season at home I think they'll split so we'll call this one a loss because they have to play in Philly and Philly fans throw batteries at Santa Claus so kind of home field advantage there then they play the Pittsburgh Steelers um I think they should win that. I think Big Ben just dropped a whole hype tape about him coming back like I give a damn. Uh, then they have their bye week. Then they go on to play the Vikings. I think they can beat the Vikings. I think they'll beat the Skins again after that. I think they will lose to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, although I think Dallas has the better coach, I think the Ravens are going to be a very tough team to beat again. Um, then they go on to play the Bengals. That should be a very easy win for them. Then they go on to play the 49ers. That'll be an interesting game. I think they can match with the Niners, to be honest with you. But I think the Niners will win in the end. Um, then they play the Eagles. So I, I'll call this one, like I said earlier. I'll call this one a win for them. I think they'll split that. And then they end the season against the Giants. So outside, honestly, of the uh, Niners and the Ravens on the t at the back end of their season, they've kind of got to walk, you know, walk through the park to end their season. The last couple of games are going to be really easy for them. Um, again, the Eagles play them hard, but they'll be at home for that one. So I think having lost already earlier in the season, I think they should win that one with relative ease. I actually think that the Cowboys will do good this year. This is very difficult for me to say, so appreciate this, my Cowboys fans. Um, I think that, obviously, they will win their division. That's not high praise. The NFC least is just a terrible, terrible division. So, I think they'll take their division pretty easily. Uh, but... I think they might make a deep run. Again, all of this is predicated on the fact that Dak Prescott plays. Whether he signs his franchise tender or not, he comes back to play in some facet. Um, and if, obviously, he doesn't sign his franchise tender, then he's getting a deal. Um, but, I don't know. I think they could have a chance at making a deep run in the playoffs. I will never say the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. That that you will not hear out of my mouth. But I think they can make a pretty decent playoff run at that. You know, Mike McCarthy coming in. Uh, so, there's that. There's the highest praise that you'll get from me, Cowboys fans. And now we get to talk about the great and mighty Corona. So, I've tried to avoid talking about this as long as possible, but unfortunately, um, I just think we have to. So, so far, it hasn't really affected the NFL too much um, outside of the draft, you know, being virtual, as we saw. And right now, virtual offseason is occurring. So what that looks like is players are basically phoning it in. They are calling in their workouts, um, going over playbooks and schemes and all of that through Skype, Zoom, whatever they decide to use. I'm not in the inner workings of an NFL team, uh, but, you know, things like that. It's been reported that I think I think it was something like 
24 different teams may be able to return to their practice facilities, all depending on what their individual states dictate. Um, so if that happens, you know, that's going to be obviously a step in the right direction as far as progressing through the NFL season goes. Um, I'm not really here to talk about whether I think it's the right thing or the wrong thing and my views on the virus and the shutdowns just simply on football. So something that we really have to consider when talking about the NFL season in this light is how the college football season is affected, right? Because these two things go hand in hand, you know, whether the NFL will cut its preseason, have a shortened season, delay the season, all of these things are predicated on what happens in college football. The two coexist in in a very mutually beneficial relationship. So, and I believe that college officials, different uh, NCAA officials, different Big Ten, Pac-12, all of these officials have reached out to Roger Goodell and the NFL on how to handle it and are proceeding forward that way. So a lot of this is going to be predicated off of what happens in the college football world. I mean, keep in mind that this is the NFL's farm system. The NFL doesn't have, outside of like international draft and stuff like that, the NFL doesn't have a farm system to speak of outside of college football. So all this is going to be built around that. Like I alluded to before, will the preseason be cut? It's something that has been talked about in past CBAs, um, shortening the preseason, elongating the season. We know that next season um, we will have a 17-game, 18-week season. Um, So I don't think the players would really inherently hate cutting the preseason, cuts down on the amount of injuries, you know, might make the first couple of weeks of the NFL season a little bit rusty, uh, but overall, I don't think there's going to be many people that will hate on that, so obviously, if shutdowns continue to occur, if teams can't get in their practice facility, obviously, I think the preseason will be the first thing to be cut. Now, in college football, there's been talks of... Only certain divisions, only certain teams playing within certain divisions, depending on state rules, all of those things and how teams that can't play won't be penalized, you know, because there's X amount of states in in like the Big Ten. I think there's like 13 states or something to that effect, you know, so those teams won't be penalized. I don't think that that's a plausible design for the NFL, seeing as, you know, divisions are spread out over separate states. You know, the AFC East is in New Jersey, New York, uh, Massachusetts. So I don't think things like that can occur. Um, so I think if even one team can't make the progressions through their season, through their offseason, opening their facilities, getting players together so that they can pr- progress in a safe manner for the players, again, not even safe in the aspect of transmitting the virus or anything like that, but safe in the aspect of becoming football ready, um, then I don't think that we'll have a season at all. If, if even one team can't make it through that natural progression of the offseason, I think then no teams. I think it's an all or nothing scenario. 
Uh, but obviously the first thing to be cut would be the preseason. I know that there's been talks about that. Don't necessarily think it would be a bad thing, um, especially from a player standpoint. I know that there will be a lot of people pissing and moaning, but what about bubble players? And what about the guys who need, you know, the, the preseason games to make the teams? And what about this? What about that? And, uh, and my heart goes out to those few individual players, but, you know, sacrifice the the you sacrifice a few for the good of the many right and these guys if they've shown enough in their in their off seasons in their virtual workouts they're gonna make the team anyway I mean the roster is still the roster you still need a 52 man roster 53 man roster so they're still going to get on the team you know so unfortunately that's just the way it is I don't, moving on to a shortened season, that's been one of the things that's been promoted or been talked about, I should say. Um, I don't know if a shortened season is something that is feasible. It's just 16 games is already so short, you know, and especially with teams like the Jets who are opening against division rivals, what games do you cut out? Do you cut out the first four games, okay, well, then the Jets lose a game against the division rivals, and you know, another couple teams out there also open their season as such, or do you cut unnecessary games such as the Jets playing like the 49ers, who are a non-conference, non-division game? All things that have been talked about, I think a shortened season is probably the most unlikely scenario that we could face out of this, uh, just because... Because of the ramifications and because of the asterisks that will be next to any sort of championship team. You know, not having won 16 regular season games, do they count as a championship team? And don't at me. Yes, I know. Earlier teams, earlier champions have won on less than 16 games, but that was the way the schedule was set up back then. So don't come at me with that. As far as no season goes... Like I kind of said before, I think it's going to be an all or nothing scenario. If the preseason gets cut and we're still a majority of states or even a handful of states are still in lockdowns and disallow teams from entering facilities and playing, then I think it's going to be an all or nothing scenario. I think, like I said, Either everybody plays all of the games or nobody plays any of the games. You know, it's not going to be safe for players to sit at home on their proverbial couches or work out even by themselves. You know, not saying that they have the, they don't have the discipline to do that, but, you know, working out by themselves and then getting into even a practice versus a game. I mean, these are very, very different levels of intensity here. So I don't think if teams are allowed to naturally progress through those stages that we're just not going to have a season. Um, so, like I said, I think it's just going to be an all-or-nothing scenario. Another interesting thing that has come out of this is a state like Florida, which is just a lawless, insane place on this planet, has offered other teams to come down and play games, use their practice facilities, all of these things. So, something that has been talked about in other major league sports, such as hockey, um, or the NBA is using remote sites. So take the Jets, for example, in New Jersey. Instead of gearing up in the offseason to play in the Meadowlands 
or I will never call it my life. In the Meadowlands, they will move to an off-site destination such as, I don't know, somewhere in like North Dakota that nothing seems to ever occur in, you know, where they'll practice, have their games, have their home games, you know, things like that in a stadium like that. Um, so that's, that's another interesting possibility that's there. I'm not sure of the logistics, how that would make sense. Um, obviously in a scenario like that, there wouldn't be fans in the stands. Otherwise, how do you compensate ticket holders for flying all the way out there? How do you get those fans in the stands? Um, so I think in a scenario like that, that would obviously be playing with no fans. Um, so there's... A lot of ifs, uh, talking about how the season will progress through and under these state lockdowns and COVID-19 is is playing a never-ending what-if game. Uh, people who get paid far more than I do are talking about these, trying to figure it out. There's a lot of different scenarios that can occur. Um, like I've said, I think the most likely scenario is all or nothing obviously with with the exception of the preseason the preseason can be cut pretty easy and i don't think anyone would bat an eye at that but i think if even one team can't play or this looks like we have to push off the regular season i think it's going to become an all or nothing scenario so we'll see and uh hopefully we get our football season so there you go that is my podcast on the schedules this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, breaking down the tape at a football smurf on Twitter. Please come follow me, like, and share. I have a bunch of fun memes that you guys will absolutely enjoy. And I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. I want to hear how I can improve from you guys, what I should talk about next week. Because as of right now, it's going to be a surprise. So uh, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for spending some time with me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and tune in next week for a surprise topic.